chapter 4. I'll give you the title in a few minutes. Revelation chapter 4 from verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. John says, after this I looked. After this I looked. This is after the message to the seven churches. He says, after this I looked and behold a door was opened in heaven. Hallelujah. I looked and a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither and I will show you things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit. Hallelujah. I was taken over, meaning that there was an influence. The Holy Spirit overtook me and took hold of me. Praise God. And behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. Hallelujah. And I want to just look at those two verses. And if we get to more, we will. But this is John. Remember, John was on the island of Patmos. John has been, has been, what's the word we use, Cyrus, uh, when you're taken somewhere to be by yourself? Exiled. Thank you, Brother Mark. Uh, he was exiled in the island of Patmos. And John had been, had, been, had been sent there because for some reason they couldn't kill him. They tried all manner of things. But they put him in the island of Patmos. Praise God. The island of Patmos was a place that was secluded was a place where you were taken and you were abandoned. Hallelujah. And there are times in our life where you can find yourself in Patmoses. Praise be to Jesus. Times when you feel like you have been exiled. Times you feel like you are alone. Times when you feel like there's no one who understands the situation that you are in. Praise Jesus. And you feel like you are where? In a Patmos. Can anybody testify that you felt sometimes you're in a Patmos? Hallelujah. Let me tell you, pastors can find themselves in a Patmos. Hallelujah. Praise and worship leaders can find themselves in a Patmos. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. An intercessor can find themselves in a Patmos. Amen. Leaders can find themselves in a Patmos. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, a Patmos is when the, the, the loneliness of the situation that you're in grabs hold of you. And you begin to wonder, does anybody even care or remember me? Hallelujah. But in the middle of this Patmos, we see somebody showing up in the, in the island of Patmos. Hallelujah. And when John is in the island of Patmos, Jesus shows up to him. Praise be to God. That Jesus can find you in your Patmos. Hallelujah. People may not be able to locate Patmos on a map. Hallelujah. They may not be able to locate Patmos and find out where exactly it is. But Jesus knows exactly which Patmos you are in. Hallelujah. Jesus knows all the GPS coordinates. Hallelujah. To come to your Patmos. Praise be to God. And John is visited by Jesus, and Jesus reveals himself to him. Praise be to God. And so John is revealed, Jesus reveals himself to John. 
in a number of ways. And remember, John is the disciple that saw Jesus where? Walking with them in the streets of where? Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And this Jesus is, he is that Jesus, but he is not that Jesus. I don't know if you can understand what I'm trying to say. I don't know how else to put it that he is that Jesus, but he is not that Jesus. Hallelujah. Meaning that John could determine and identify him, but he was looking in a different, he was expressing himself differently. Hallelujah. He came in a different manifestation. Because the way John describes this Jesus, his mouth is like a two-edged sword. His voice is like the sound of many waters. Hallelujah. And when he describes this Jesus, we understand that this is not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Hallelujah. This is a different level. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And so John in chapter 4, he says, after I got the message about the seven churches, then I looked. And behold, a door was opened in heaven. Praise be to God. It is something to behold when God opens a door for you to see something that nobody else is able to see. Hallelujah. That when John is in the island of Patmos, he gets to see something that no one else will be able to see. And that's why he's able to write Revelation. And when you are in a Patmos, I want you to know something. That is the best opportunity for you to see Jesus in his greatness and in his power. Praise be to God. That is a time when you are in that Patmos, when you are in that loneliness, when you are in that valley, when you are in that situation. That is a time when Jesus reveals himself like never before. Hallelujah. And he said, I looked and a door was opened in heaven. There's a door that was opened. And he said, a first voice which I heard as it were a trumpet talking with me and said, come up hither. Hallelujah. That's the title. Come up hither. Come up hither. Come up hither so that you can see. Praise be to Jesus. I want you to come up so that you can see the things which will take place hereafter. There are some things that Christ will not show until you come up with him hither. Hallelujah. I went down, but I wanted to come up. Praise God. But Jesus tells John to do what? To come up. Hallelujah. He tells him to come up to a higher place. Praise be to God. And I believe that what Jesus is also calling us as the church is to step up hither. Hallelujah. To come up closer to get to see some things that will take place or some things that are happening or are going on that you cannot see if you are down here all confused and taken over by what is happening down here. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And he calls him up because he needs his attention. Hallelujah. He calls him up because he needs his attention. Praise be to God. Remember when Moses was watching his sheep in the backside of the desert in Exodus 3? And he, God created a contradiction 
Hallelujah. There was a bush that was burning, but that bush was not getting burned. Hallelujah. And then he was walking and God was waiting. The bush is burning, but God is waiting. Hallelujah. What is God waiting for? God is waiting for Moses to turn his attention. Hallelujah. And the same thing is happening. God is waiting for us to turn our attention to him. Praise be to Jesus. Praise be to God. And when Moses says, now I will turn and see what is this sight. The Bible says, when God saw that he saw, he called. Hallelujah. When God saw that he turned to see, then God called. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And God is waiting for us also to turn. To turn, hallelujah. To turn away from the distractions and the things that have been grabbing our attention. And turn. Hallelujah. Because when he sees us turning, he will call. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Because as long as you are not turning, he is there. He is there. Hallelujah. It's not that he's not there. He is there. But if I'm going to have a divine encounter with the living God, I'm going to have to turn. Hallelujah. Someone turn to their right. Someone turn to their right. Someone turn to their left. Hallelujah. It takes turning. What do you need to turn from so that you can turn to? Praise be to Jesus. What is it that you need to turn from so that you can turn to? Praise be to God. What is it that has taken your attention so much? Hallelujah. That now your heart is starting to depart from the living God. Praise be to Jesus. That our hearts, there's so much attention to steal us away from the living God. And God is creating a bush here. He is creating his presence here. And he's waiting to see, will David turn? He's waiting to see, will, will, will Mark turn? He's waiting to see whether Anne will turn. He's waiting to see whether Caro will turn. He's waiting to see whether JCA will turn. Hallelujah. Because when he turns, then when we turn, then he will call. Praise be to Jesus. What is keeping you from turning? To see the thing that God wants you to see. So that your attention can go back to him. Praise be to Jesus. This is what God is, so, is calling. He's calling us to say turn. That's why you would hear God say turn from your wicked ways. Turn. Hallelujah. When he says repent he means to turn. Hallelujah. It is about turning. This is the time for us as the church to do what? To turn. Hallelujah. Hearts have been stolen the way Absalom stole the hearts of the children of Israel. The Bible says that when, when somebody came to see the king, you know what Absalom would do? Absalom would, would obstruct them and distract them and find out what is going on with them at the gates. Hallelujah. And so when, when Absalom stood at the gates, he started to, to, to interrupt and stop the flow of people to the king. And he stole their hearts. Hallelujah. And our attention is being stolen from us going to our king. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. To go and seek our king. To call upon our king. And to turn aside. And to see him in a different way. Hallelujah. 
So when he tells him, come up hither because of what he wants to show him, praise be to God. And then he says, immediately or and suddenly, praise God. He says, without warning, praise be to Jesus. Have you ever noticed how you can be in, in the church and, and suddenly the spirit of God just descends in a place? Have you experienced that? It's more of an and suddenly than something that is planned. And he says, and immediately I was in the spirits. Hallelujah. That when I decided to come, then I was caught in the spirit. Praise be to God. When I obeyed, then I was caught in the spirit. When I listened to the voice of God, then I was caught in the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. When he came, then he got caught in the spirit. Praise be to God. And it's being in the spirit that matters today. Amen. That we need to be in the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. It is time for us to be in the what? In the spirit. Praise be to Jesus. That when we are in the spirit, then we can see heaven open and we can see what Jesus wants to reveal. Because when he was in the spirit, a throne was set in heaven. He saw a throne in heaven. Hallelujah. And when he saw this throne in heaven, he says that two sat on the throne. Did he say two? And one. Hallelujah. One sat on the throne. Praise be to Jesus. You see, you need to know that there is only one who is sitting on the throne. Praise be to Jesus. That other people come and go in campaigns, in presidents, in offices. But there is only one who sits on the throne. Praise be to Jesus. And this one, he does what? He sits. He wants us to know that this one on the throne, he does what? He sits. Hallelujah. He doesn't pace up and down the throne. He doesn't go up and down wondering. He doesn't go up and down worrying. He is seated. Hallelujah. He is seated because he is in full control. Praise be to Jesus. He is sitting on the throne because he knows every single thing. He knows everything that pertains to your life and my life. Praise God. And that is why he sits. Praise be to Jesus. And when you have one that you know, that knows you, that is sitting on the throne, that elevates your confidence. That elevates your joy. That elevates your peace. Because you understand that this one who sits on the throne is in total control of everything. Hallelujah. That even in the middle of my turbulence and my struggle and my pain, that this one sits on the throne. Praise be to God. That this alpha and this omega and comes in the middle, he is seated on the throne. Praise God. This was the same vision that Isaiah saw in Isaiah chapter 6. That he said that he saw the one who sat on the throne. That one king died, but he got to see the king. Hallelujah. And he said that one sat on the throne. And this is what he said he looked like, verse 3. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, a sight like unto emerald. And round about the throne were, 20 and, were 24 seats. 
And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had the face of a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night. And they were saying, let's say it together, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Hallelujah. That he's telling us that John, when he saw what he saw, he also saw in heaven that there was something being said constantly day and night. And this was the pronouncement of who the Lord is. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Holy, his nature, Lord God, his authority, almighty, his supreme power, which was and is and is to come. This is his everlasting nature. Praise be to Jesus. And these, these beasts continually talked about the nature of God, the power of God, the everlasting nature of God, that who he was so that they can continue to be heard saying this, hallelujah. And when on earth there is this proclamation, hallelujah, when there is the same proclamation on earth, Hallelujah. This is why when we declare the holiness of God and we declare the righteousness of God and we center it around our worship, when we center it around our worship, we attract the living God to come down. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone testify with me this day. That is when we declare his holiness and his goodness and worship him in the beauty of holiness, we attract his presence. We attract him to come down. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. And the Bible says that this was a unified thing. This wasn't a one person doing it on their own thing. Hallelujah. And in the church, we need that unity. Hallelujah. We need that spirit of unity, that spirit of oneness, hallelujah. So that when we gather together, we are in one accord, hallelujah. And when we worship together and magnify the Lord together and lift his name with one heart and one mind and one spirit, then we attract the fragrance of the spirit of God, hallelujah. And he comes down and he visits his people, hallelujah. And he changes the atmosphere, hallelujah. Then miracles start to take place. Then one Wonders and signs can start to happen. And so we won't just be having church anymore, but we will be seeing God moving in this place. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. We need unity. Hallelujah. The Bible says it's when the disciples were gathered together in one accord and they gathered together in one place on the day of Pentecost. Suddenly, 
Hallelujah. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven. Praise be to Jesus. And let me tell you something. When there is one accord and when there is one place, get ready for and suddenly. Get ready for and suddenly. Get ready for the manifestation of the presence of God in the place where you are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we need some unity. Hallelujah. We need some unity. Hallelujah. The days of having political affiliations that are dividing the church need to be gone. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. The days of arguing whether this is the true word of God needs to be done with so that we can be in unity. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Because we need and suddenly. We need and suddenly, and let me tell you, you cannot program and suddenly, you cannot program immediately, but when the spirit of God is attracted to a place because of what he's seeing happening, then he will come and suddenly. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel this so strong in me that we need unity. Hallelujah. And unity begins in the heart. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. How good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is good and it is pleasant. Hallelujah. That even when somebody is going through something, we unify and we come together to them and we stand with them in prayer, in support, and in love. Hallelujah. These are the things that attract the presence of God to come in the house of God. Hallelujah. And I'm going to need some water because, hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. We need some unity. Because when there's unity, the Bible says, it is like the oil that came from Aaron from the top of his head. And he went down, down, down to the, to the skirts of his garments. Hallelujah. That, that unity is like the dew of Mount Hermon. Hallelujah. That goes down on the mountains of Zion. You see, Hermon was a high mountain and Zion was a lower mountain. And the Bible says that that unity is like the dew that comes down from Hermon and it comes down on the slopes onto Mount Zion. And the Bible says that that Zion, there's a blessing that is there. Life forevermore. Hallelujah. How do we deal with dryness? We come together in unity so that we can open the heavens so that God can come down. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ah, if you feel like we need some unity, lift up your voice in praise in this place. We need some unity in the house of God. We need some unity in the church. We need some unity with one another. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That when I see Brother Mark, how is my heart when I see Brother Mark? Because the Spirit of God can see the heart. Hallelujah. And when, when God sees my heart turning over because I saw Brother Mark, the Spirit of God is ready to walk out of that place. Yes, I said it. The Spirit of God will walk out of that place. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. This is why we have to be of one heart and one mind. Hallelujah. That is why if I'm holding unforgiveness, I better deal with it. Hallelujah. Because we need and suddenly. For what we are going through right now, we need a sound from heaven. Hallelujah. We don't need more politics from Washington. We need a sound from heaven. Hallelujah. We don't need more social media posts. We need a sound from heaven. 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 Hallelujah. We need a sound from heaven. 
Hallelujah. Because only God can change things the way they are. Only he can transform things. No man can change things the way they are. Hallelujah. And it's when we as the church come together and we attract the Lord to come down that he begins to work even in the land. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. When they were gathered together in one accord and in one place. Yes, we are in one place. The question is, are we in one accord? Hallelujah. Are we in one accord? Hallelujah. Have you let go of what you had to let go of? Have you let go of what the Lord has had to let go of? When, you, when we've been going through the time of repentance, did you truly repent? Did you truly say, Lord, I'm turning away? Hallelujah. Did you truly leave those things that you said you were going to leave? Praise be to God. Hallelujah. It is interesting to me that the disciples, they were together in one accord. These are the same disciples who, before Jesus went to the cross, they were striving together. Because they wanted to know what? Who is the greatest? You remember that? That they were the same ones. These are the same ones. These are the same ones. And Jesus had to tell them about servanthood and about service and about how greatness in the kingdom is measured by your service, by your humility. Hallelujah. And so those same disciples that Jesus talked to then and he told them to wait for the promise. Now those same disciples are the one who are gathered together in unity. Hallelujah. Because God will test you. Praise Jesus. God will test you to find out whether what you said you're going to do on Sunday at the altar is going to be the thing that you're going to do on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Because the Bible says that it took a period of 10 days before the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost. It took 10 days. It took 10 days. 10 is the number of testing. And God will test you. He will test your heart to find out what is in it. Did you really forgive? Did you really let go of the bitterness? Did you really let go? Hallelujah. And when he saw that they were in one accord, no longer striving over who is the greatest, when he found them in one accord, no longer arguing but praying, when he found them in one accord, seeking, then the Bible says, then the sound came from heaven like a rushing wind. Hallelujah. And it filled the whole place. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. I wonder what is keeping away what God wants to do. I wonder what is keeping away what God wants to do. Are we unified in saying holy, 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 truly? Hallelujah. Is the Lord God Almighty? Who was and is and is to come. And he says, and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever. When they give glory and honor and thanks to him. Hallelujah. Giving glory. Giving honor. And giving thanks. I need to repeat that again. Giving glory. Giving honor. And giving thanks. To him that sits or sat on the throne. Who lives forever and ever. Giving glory. 
giving honor and thanks. Hallelujah. When those three things were happening to the one who sat on the throne who lived forever and ever, the 24 elders fell or fall down before him. Because remember, this is something that is consistently happening. And worship him that liveth, they, they fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne because they understand there is a greater one who has a greater crown who sits on a greater throne. And they are saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and for your pleasure they are and were created. Hallelujah. When these beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sits on the throne who lives forever, then the 24 elders fall down before him and they worship him. And they say, well, you are worthy. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Hallelujah. This is what John saw when the, when, the, when the door opened. This is what John saw when he got in the spirit. Hallelujah. This is what John saw when he was told to come up hither and he came up. This is what John saw when he turned and went through the door that Jesus was calling him to come through. The angel was calling him to come through. Hallelujah. And what John saw, he saw that the Lord is worshipped forever. He saw that the Lord is magnified forever. He saw that the Lord who created everything for himself, including you and I, is worthy to receive praise, honor, glory, and power forever. Hallelujah. That forever means no matter where I am in my life. That there should be worship, there should be glory, and there should be honor to the one who created all things because he is worthy. Hallelujah. My God is worthy. Our God is worthy. That in every situation, in every moment, in every time, that he is worthy to receive glory, worthy to receive honor, worthy to receive power, and even worthy to receive the thanks. Because he created all things. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, I believe that we're in a time where it is time for us to attract God. Attract the spirit. Attract the presence of God. I'm not talking about the fact that God, God was there in the bush. He was there. He was waiting for Moses. I'm talking about the there that you get to know he is there. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the there when you can sense in the house of God that the Lord is here. I'm talking about the there that you can feel it and you know it that the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. You see in Revelation it says that he is the one who walks among the lampstands, right? He is walking in the church. So Jesus, he is there. The question is, will I get to experience him when he is there? Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. And I'm telling you, I got I, this thing of unity. I can't get past it. 
Man, I'm praying and I'm, I'm believing. You know, in order to have unity, you need to have humility. In order to have unity, you need to have humility. What is humility? Humility is when you are willing, even if as difficult as it is, humility is when you say, if you are telling me to do this, I'm going to do this, Lord. Humility is me laying down my will so that the will of God can prevail. Hallelujah. That even when it's difficult for me, that I still want to do his will. Humility is me submitting myself to the will of God. Even when I don't like it. Even when I don't want it. Humility is there. Hallelujah. And before there is unity, there has to be humility. Praise be to God. You know what humility tells me to do? Humility tells me to come to the altar and allow, you see, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, the, 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 the altar was there. Then they would put a dead sacrifice and then fire would come on that sacrifice. And when God lit that sacrifice, it was a sign that God had done what? Accepted it. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, Paul tells us to offer ourselves as what? Living sacrifices. Hallelujah. You see, if there is going to be unity that starts with humility, we have got to get back on the altar. Hallelujah. You didn't like that, I know. We got to get back on the altar so that the fire of God can burn everything that is not of him. Everything that is obstructing and distracting and keeping out the unity that is needed. Hallelujah. So that he can come and work and move in this place, in the house of God, in the body of Christ. We have got to get back on the altar and allow his consuming fire. Hallelujah. To burn everything that is not of him. So that now when I see Anthony, my heart doesn't turn, but my heart goes to him. Because now the Lord has burned away my will. He has burned away my agenda. He has burned away the way I feel. Now he has given me a new heart. Hallelujah. And now when I look at Cyrus, Christ allows me to go to him instead of my heart turning. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. We need to get back on the altar so that his fire his fire, when a living, the living sacrifice, when we are put on that altar to be burned, it is so that whatever is not of him, the chaff and the dross and all those things can go away. So that you can come out precious like gold. You know gold is never destroyed in fire. You know what happens in the fire to gold? Whew, it comes back more fragile than what it was. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, we want to get back on the altar. Oh, Jesus, we want to get back on the altar. We want to get back on the altar. So the Lord, you who is a consuming fire, can burn away every desire that is not of you, that is in me. Lord, every selfishness, 
every selfishness to be burned away in me. Because, Lord, I desire to walk in unity with my brothers and sisters. Oh, Lord, my God. I'm coming back to the altar. So that you can burn the things that I've picked up along the way. That are not of you. So that you, Lord, can burn in me afresh and anew. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Take us back to the altar. Take us back to your altar. We need to be back on the altar. So that even in my home, even in our marriages, we're in one place, but we're not in one accord. In families, we're in one place, but we are not in one accord. And there's no attraction from heaven. And so there's no sound that can come in here. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. I want to ask the worship team to come and sing that song we were saying earlier about consuming fire. The Bible says that the one thing that the Lord, one of the things, the seven things, that the Lord hates is one who sows discord. So discord is a big thing to God. Because where there is unity, he draws closer. Hallelujah. Where there is humility that creates unity. Oh. The Lord becomes the dew in that place. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, come and consume us. Come and consume every selfish ambition in me. Come and burn anything that is contrary to your ways. Come and burn everything that I'm holding on to. That is not God glorifying. Come and burn every sin. Every sin that I'm harboring in my heart. Oh, let your consuming fire come and burn. Yes, Lord. And if you are there and you're saying, I want to come to the altar. I'm coming to the altar because I know there are some things that I want you to burn in me. To burn. Because this life belongs to you. Everything you've created is yours. And you created me. And I am yours. Oh, Lord. Come and burn the things that have stolen my attention from you. That I'm not seeing the burning bush. I'm not seeing your presence anymore. I used to see your presence. I used to sense your presence. Even in the house of God, I used to sense it. But Lord, my attention has been stolen. But I want to come back to the altar. I want to come back to the altar so even those things that have been stealing my attention can be burned away.